Welcome to Fierce Fit Feminine and Other F-Words, a place where women in business come to learn more about health, beauty, body language, and communication. I'm Christine Brunelli, chiropractor and former beauty salon owner turned certified image consultant, helping you glow from the inside out so that you shine both online and in the real world. And today we are talking about getting you online. We're going to talk about camera confidence, showing up online, why it's important and how it can build your business, your product, your offer, your services. Are you ready? Let's dive in. You may or may not know this, but I am a camera confidence coach. I do help women lose weight and improve their health and all of that. And I do help them learn how to apply makeup for on camera. It also works for off camera, but really getting them camera ready. And I do help them dress for the body type and the skin tone. They match the colors to their skin tone, all of those things. But none of that helps if she won't show up on camera. Getting your face on camera is key if you're a personal brand or a face behind a brand. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And today is kind of piggybacking on the most previous episode where I talked about what does your headshot say about you or your profile picture say about you. So if you didn't hear that, After this, go back and listen to it. It's quick, under 20 minutes, but we're not going to talk about your headshot today. We're going to talk about you showing up on camera, whether it's in still photos or video and showing up online in different areas online. We'll get to that too. And how and why that can expand your business. And I want to preface this with letting you know that I am only mm, less than two years into building a personal brand online. I had business brands before that, and there's a difference. I personally love being a business brand online and being a personal brand online. I am still learning. I am. I'm doing it. And it's something that I am really enjoying because I see the benefits of it. But showing up online, whether your business or personal does make a difference. And I'll break it down so that you understand what those differences are. And you can decide which business category you fall under and how to show up. But basically, if you are a business owner, or a woman in leadership that represents a company, your face behind your product or your service should be showing up in the online space. And let me tell you why, okay? Let's just say you're not an online business owner, you're brick and mortar, which I was up until last year. I sold my my beauty salon in 2022 and dove headfirst into really building a personal brand online. I was there before that, but that's where it freed up my time to really get in there and start talking about Let's get confident on camera, but let me tell you, first of all, if you're a brick and mortar or online business, why being online matters. Have you ever heard the numbers? The numbers of the current active users online. It's crazy. And I pulled the 2022 numbers so I could give you kind of the most recent stats. Let's just talk about Google. Okay, Google is important for you online because Google has an algorithm that pulls SEO, search engine optimization, from websites. So when you do a search for anything from Google, the top things that come up on the first page, those people spent a lot of time and money making sure that their site had optimum SEO. That's why it shows up first. 
In 2022, there were 8.5 billion Google searches per day. 8.5 billion. It is something like 99 million a minute or an hour. I can't remember, but per day, 8.5 billion Google searches. For everything, you know, you're searching a recipe, you're searching for hair products, you're searching for a service or a service provider, all the things. But now let's go to social media. What do you think's next? The next big gun is Facebook. Active users in 2022. Active. This isn't the dead accounts. This is active. 2.96 billion active users. B, with like B and boy, billion. After Facebook, it's YouTube. 2.6 billion YouTube active users. So Google, Facebook, YouTube. What do you think is next? Can you guess? It's not Instagram. It's TikTok. TikTok has 1 billion active users. TikTok is exploding. Actually, the way TikTok has grown, it's grown faster on a timeline than Facebook ever did. TikTok went bananas. So your big guns are Google, right? And Google, how that shows up is in your website. Then it's Facebook, then it's YouTube, then it's TikTok. And after that, we are down in lower numbers with Instagram, followed by LinkedIn and Pinterest. And the interesting thing about all of this is the longevity of the content. So first of all, just sharing those numbers with you should help you understand why being online matters. It matters because that's where the people are. Yes, if you have a brick and mortar business and they're walking by, your people are right there. I used to say with my social media for my beauty salon, why do I want to focus so much on social media if they're not coming in the doors, spending money for my business? And if you don't have any type of online shop or sales, there's truth to that. There is no benefit to us spending a whole bunch of time in a brick and mortar business to gain followers and likes and all of the attention from people halfway across the globe if they're not spending money in our business. That's true. But if you have a business that can service people anywhere besides where you are locally or you sell something that you can ship to them, that's why you want to be online. If we were selling beauty products and shipping them from my beauty salon, we would have had a bigger online presence. If we were offering any type of online consultations, you need an online presence. So I'm trying to share why brick and mortar businesses would want to be online. There are so many different reasons. But now let's talk about the type of online content and the longevity of it. Anything that you put on social media, like in video format, let's say a TikTok or an Instagram reel, it doesn't live long. It has a very short shelf life. Any post you put on Facebook or Instagram that's a static photo is there for a couple days. After that, it doesn't live long. And what I mean by that is the algorithm shows it to people when you first put it out there. And then after that, the algorithm is not pushing that content out anymore. It's pushing the newer content out. So the longevity or the shelf life of a post varies depending on which platform you're using. Something that you put on Pinterest has a longer shelf life because if it's something that people are searching for, let's say you're a food blogger, well, you might have someone searching for spinach feta cheese quiche recipes today and 
two years from now, and your Pinterest post is still going to have longevity. But when we do a TikTok video or an Instagram reel or any of these other platforms, those things aren't usually searched. They're more in the entertainment or edutainment category. So the longevity of those posts are not as long. What you need to know is who your ideal target audience is and what they're looking for and where they're hanging out. If you're serving only corporate people and you're teaching something corporate, LinkedIn might be your place. LinkedIn is changing. They're doing lives now, so you can do a LinkedIn live. And the posts on LinkedIn, though, I would say that the longevity of a post is it's okay, but it also does not have the longevity of something, let's say, on YouTube or something on Pinterest. YouTube is a search engine. That's all it is. And so is Pinterest. Anything that's a search engine is going to have a better longevity for whatever you post. So all of this other stuff that you see people posting when they're influencers or creators, it doesn't have longevity. But what it does, let's say TikTok, Instagram Reels, Facebook, any of that, what it does is it gives the people a chance to get to know you. When they get to see how you interact, how you speak, what you look like holding the product that you sell, or what you sound like explaining the offer that you're making, they can decide whether they vibe with you or not. And once they decide, hmm, I kind of like what she says, or I don't like what she says, because you do want to use social media to repel the people that you don't want, you want to use it to attract those you do, that's what that's for. Those short bursts of social media presence are to build a following. And when we build a following, what does that become? It becomes a community. So if you can imagine a community around a brick and mortar business, let's say it's the Lululemon store in your area. My Lululemon store has often, they have uh, yoga demos. They have different demos of different experts coming in doing classes of different types And people that go to those are almost always the same people. It's the people in the community, frequent shoppers of Lululemon, and the people that are in Lululemon get to know the community of the people that come in and take these classes. It builds community. Now, Lulu is a big corporate place, right? It's a big business that we don't think of as small business, but they still built a community. Let's bring that down to my beauty salon. I did a course, not a course, we did a class on Friday nights called Makeup and Margaritas. And during Makeup and Margaritas, it was a live class in person where we made blended margaritas, alcoholic and non-alcoholic for both people. And we would teach them different makeup techniques. It was super fun. But what it created was community. We got to talk and laugh and crack jokes and share stories and just connect. That is the same thing that we can create online. Same exact thing. So my question for you is, are you showing up? And if you're not, why are you not showing up? What is the holdup? What is making you feel resistant to it? Now, I can speak for myself. I'm a trained, licensed healthcare professional. It felt kind of icky for me in the beginning, if I can use that word. It felt like professionals don't do this. Professionals don't show up on camera. They don't talk and do all of these things. It's just not professional. (laughs) And I think that I had to really overcome that mindset. And it was definitely a shift for me also because I was always a business brand, not a personal brand. Right now, I'm a personal brand. It's a whole other beast. In a personal brand, people want to know about me. 
Who are my kids? How old are they? What's my dog's name? What kind of dog is he? And they always want to talk about, you know, do you want to, do you like beach or mountains, sweet or salt, you know, like salty foods, things that have nothing to do with anything that I do in business, but they want to know, like, what, what are you all about? In my business brand, my beauty salon, for example, I was the owner. I was the visionary. I was rarely on camera, but I made sure my stylists were. We featured our services. We featured the products. We featured the things that we could offer to help people see what we did so that they could make a decision of whether they wanted to get their lashes done with us or whether they wanted a blowout with us, whether they wanted to book a wedding with us. It wasn't me talking. It was a business brand. Target is a business brand, right? On a big scale. On a smaller scale, a business brand doesn't have the face of the business in it all the time because that one face isn't the only part of the business. Well, now I am the only part of my business. I'm a personal brand. Um, Little side note, I plan on building this into a business brand, just so you know, but right now it's not. (laughs) I love the business brand. I love building a business. I love having a team because I am not superwoman and I feel like I have a bigger reach and a capacity to help more people when I bring others on board to do what I'm not qualified or capable or good at. So eventually my work online will shift to a full-on business brand, but I'll still show up because I will be part of it. I will still show up on camera. I'll still speak, but I won't be the only one. So what are you? Are you part of a business where you're representing only a segment of it? There's other people in there, so you don't show up online so much. Or are you the sole service provider or sole business owner? If you are the sole service provider, sole business owner, personal brand, you need to be on camera, my friend. You need to show up. Find the social media outlet that works for you. Have a website that represents you well. It doesn't have to be fancy or expensive, but something where people can make sure you're legitimate because they're going to vet you online. That's what people do now. They do a Google search and then they look for you online you do it too, right? (laughs) So what are your hangups for getting there? I already shared one of mine that used to be that credible professionals just don't show up on camera. But now, wherever you go on social media, attorneys, mental health care, therapists, dentists, surgeons, emergency room doctors and nurses are showing up on camera. They're teaching. They're speaking. They're not just doing crazy TikTok dances. Even though they do those things, a lot of them are just talking to the camera educating their community, teaching them something, offering value because they are a business, not because they're trying to attract people to a hospital. My guess is that the hospital TikTok videos are just for fun, but some of those use the the crazy dances to attract viewers and then they get serious in other posts where they're actually teaching because they have a side gig. They have a side hustle where they're doing some coaching on the side, right? And they use the camera to speak and teach, educate and empower. So they're not always dancing and being crazy. So if you are a licensed healthcare professional or a licensed maybe real estate agent or attorney or something else that puts you in that level of professionalism, you can show up on camera, on video and not lose credibility. In fact, you can expand your reach. So I want to encourage you to do that. So don't let credibility issue be something that holds you back. Something else that holds women back a lot is they don't like how they look and sound. 
well, that's what I do. So stick with me if that's you, because my program is getting ready to be released called Shine Online. I can help you with that. But I can tell you there are things you can do yourself right now. If you don't like how you sound, for example, you don't like your voice, that's something you're going to have to get over, but you can practice on your phone for no one's eyes but yours. Use the, the camera feature, the video, like the, you take pictures of everything. I'm sure you do. Record yourself. Find a place to set your phone and speak for 15 seconds. Just say your name. I don't know if you want to just say, hi, I'm Christine Brunelli. I am an image consultant and camera confidence coach for female entrepreneurs. That would be like an elevator pitch, right? Do something like that for yourself and practice looking in the camera and saying it over and over and over again and get to the point where you actually get one that you like. The more you practice, the better you get, the more you'll hear how you enunciate and pronounce certain words and the tempo and the rhythm of your voice, you'll change it to get to a point where you don't hate it so much. You'll get used to it. So that's how you overcome the sound thing. And we won't go into taking live questions and how you overcome being afraid of doing a live. That's a whole other episode that I have in store for you. But now let's talk about how you look. You don't like how you look. Well, if you have not listened to the last week's episode, go back and listen to it right after this. It's really quick to teach you how to get a great headshot or a profile picture. But what about video? Well, this is what I want you to do. I want you to first find someone online that does videos in a style that you think I would like to be her or him or whatever. I like her style. Study what she does. Study how she shows up. Learn like from what this person is doing. And then Uh, Look at, pay attention to, is it because of her presentation? Is it, do you like her hair? Do you like her makeup? Do you like the clothes she wears? What is it? And try to figure it out because then I want you to take those things and incorporate them into your own personal brand, your own persona, wear something that makes you feel good. And then you want to make sure that that camera is placed not below your chin. If I say this a hundred million times before I die, which I probably will keep that camera above eye level. If it's a laptop, don't set it on the table and look down at the camera. Don't. First of all, when you do that, you're speaking down to the viewer. So it looks like you're standing over them and they're sitting on the couch. We don't want that. Lift that computer up, put it on books, put it on an Amazon box. I don't care what you do, but get that computer lifted so that the camera's at eye level. Make sure you have good light lighting your face. Don't have your back to a window, face a window. So you want your face well lit or use a ring light if you have one. That's ideal. And then you want to make sure if you don't like how you look, let's take some inventory. Why? What don't you like? Maybe if you're going to record a whole bunch of videos, go get a blowout or have your stylist do your hair one day and record a bunch of them. Just have a whole day where you just batch it out in three hours. Just do a whole bunch of them and put a little makeup on. And if you don't know how, reach out to me. I would love to help you. I do this. This is what I do. So pay attention to what you don't like about yourself. When you say you don't like how you look, why? What is it? Let's figure out how we can change it. Now, if it's something that you can't change in minutes, if it's something you were born with, that's a mindset thing. What you were born with is what makes you special. And I will never, ever, 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 ever 
support a woman who says, I won't go on camera because I hate my chin. I hate my nose. I hate my, hate my, hate my, whatever it is. I hate my body. I don't like how I look. I'm too big. Uh Uh-uh. My girl, you cannot like where you are right now and want to improve it. But the longer you are postponing showing up on camera, the more you are building someone else's business. Did you hear that? The longer you're waiting to show up, the more you are sending people to another person's business because they are looking for someone they can connect with, they can vibe with. People want you. You matter. Your gift to the world needs to be shared. Your presence matters. Appreciate the body you're in. If you need to lose some weight, it's okay to want to lose some weight. It's not okay to wait and postpone your life until you do. So learn some camera tricks to make yourself look a little smaller. If that makes you feel better, it's okay. Don't edit them with like body shaping software or anything like that. Just have your camera a slightly above eye level and tip it down. It will make you look a little bit smaller, but show up, get out there and show up. Share your magic now, now, because people are looking for you. They are literally searching for you in Google. How many people did I say in the beginning of this episode are searching every day? 8.5 billion Google searches. They're looking for what you do, what you offer. Even if you're a business brand, you can still show your face every now and then. Every now and then, if you sell candles, you can put a picture of yourself holding a candle. You can do that. You can also practice getting in stories on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. They disappear within 24 hours. So if you hate it, no harm, no foul. It goes away in 24 hours. And if you really hate it, you can delete it and redo it. But show up. It will make a difference in the growth of your business because you will reach more people. They will like you or not like you, which is you have to be okay with. Let them not like you. They can go find the person they want to do business with. The person that doesn't like you is the one that's going to ask you all the questions that drive you crazy and also want refunds. That's not who you want. You want the one who is so excited to work with you. Attract them. Then you use video and pictures to educate them, entertain them, get to know you, nurture them, and eventually they will show that they trust you by spending money with you. That is why you want to show up online. That is it for today, my friend. If you want a coach to help you get more camera confident, there is a link in the show notes here for you to get in my free email membership. I email every Tuesday, quick tip Tuesday emails under 300 words. And if you don't know what that looks like, it's super short. I personally don't like long emails, but I always share quick tips and they're in things like camera confidence, how to look more beautiful, sound more beautiful, be more professional, health, all the things that pertain to this very topic. So go to the show notes, tap that link, get on my free email membership. It won't be free forever. And if you have any questions about anything I shared today, you can always email me directly or send me a DM on Instagram. I'm Christine Brunelli on Instagram. You can find me and follow me and send me a DM or info at christinebrunelli.com. That's it for now. I'll be back next week. Same time, same place. See you then. 
Go to the show notes, tap that link, join my free email membership, and I will help you get confident on camera. If that's not your vibe, that's okay. You don't have to join it, but definitely hit subscribe to this podcast so that you get notified next time a new episode is released. And until then, my friend, have a fierce, fit, feminine, and fabulous day.